0: Mervin Hanley will inspire. Mervin Hanley will empower. A voice for a call beyond We will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will hear his voice to your tragedy. Television online and overseas. Tune into Mervin Hanley.
1: It is Monday night, the fifteenth of February. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of the Blue Table with Mervin Hanley. Thank you for joining our podcast this evening. I hope that you had yourselves a wonderful Valentine's Day weekend. We have a packed show for you tonight. Uh, later on in the program, I'll be speaking to Ashida Charles. Ashida is from the island of Grenada, and she's very unhappy with the leadership. She's very unhappy with the representation. The people of Grenada, uh, they're getting right now from their government, from Dr. Keith Mitchell. And she'll explain Why? in an upcoming interview that's later on in the program. Tell you what, let's take a break and uh, we'll be right back. We'll hear from the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis and also Anchor Podcast.
2: Welcome to the Customer Support Portal, where we have made it easier for you to contact us. It starts with your question, email, a message, phone call, or a search on our website. Our CSP provides prompt and efficient solutions to your problems. We pride ourselves on treating our clients responsibly and ensuring your information is kept safe. Log on to www.skndb.net and send us a ticket or email us at support at skndb.com. You may also call us directly at 869-465-2288 extension 1322 or
0: 954
1: Okay, let's see what's making the headlines tonight. I'm seeing a story there from St. Martin about another member of Parliament uh, who's under investigations or who will be prosecuted. Um I think I'll deal with that another day. I don't think I'm in the mood to deal with another parliamentarian or a politician from St. Martin under investigations or will be faced with criminal charges. Uh that seemed to be a that seems to be the trend on St. Martin. So let me not bore you with that at this time. But I want to touch on the, the vaccines. Now, I do understand the fears of some, as I mentioned today in a Facebook post, about taking the vaccine. And especially when false news travels faster than accurate information. So I want to suggest to Caribbean governments, instead of just telling people to get vaccinated, as you have been doing Uh, The same way you go to campaign to win a seat, Um, please get on a massive PR blitz and campaign about the vaccine. I believe this will do justice. Um, There needs to be a more educational forum and media campaign regarding this. Uh, You need to educate the people. You just cannot say to them, sign up um, to get jabbed. Their, uh, their WhatsApp, My WhatsApp every day is filled with misinformation and fake news. And I believe that this is where the fear is coming from. So the governments and or the health officials, uh, you should be on a, 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 a campaign blitz. Pretend that you're asking your supporters uh, or your people to vote for you. Because this vaccination, in my opinion is more important than any election campaign. It is the biggest thing out there right now in order to fight this pandemic, in order to fight this 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 COVID, in order to fight this nightmare that has threatened our economy over the past year. So something got to be done. You just can't announce that, okay, we have the vaccines and here it is that You need to get vaccinated. It needs to be more than that. You need to calm the fears of some out there. And the thing is, you're hearing more about the fears than those who are actually taking the vaccine, right? So I believe that Caribbean governments, we should have a better uh, campaign on taking this vaccine. Get our people educated. Yes, our people too. You need to also um google is your best friend so you need to also educate yourselves you need to also to do your own research and you need to make sense of the sense and just dismiss the bs yeah and uh, speaking of vaccines uh, the prime minister of st kitts and nevis he made some news over the the weekend dr timothy harris and it was some welcoming news for the people of Saint Kitts and Nevis. He also made an announcement about the vaccines. But I do believe, knowing the the proactive, knowing how proactive the government of Saint Kitts and Nevis can be, or the SKN task force, I expect them to also um, to, to to begin that media blitz, which should have started, in my opinion, from the moment they announced that we will be getting the vaccines. Um, but I believe that they'll be on a media campaign and an educational blitz to let people know more about the vaccines. But, um, Prime Minister Harris, in a national address to the nation on Saturday, February 13th, he confirmed that the Federation has received, uh, 2000 doses of vaccine, uh, courtesy of the government of the Commonwealth of Dominica. He said our first batch of vaccines have arrived in the Federation and will soon be in the arms of our frontline workers and other priority groups, as determined by our healthcare professionals. The Prime Minister, he added that uh, we also received confirmation from the Director of COVAX office that the Federation is set to receive 21,600 doses of vaccine by the end of this month. Additionally, the Republic of China, Taiwan, has always been a great friend to St. Nevis, and they have pledged $600,000 to procure extra vaccines. Further assistance in the form of vaccination donations is also expected from the government of India and other allies. Now, the prime minister also stated that the goal of his government is to achieve herd immunity in St. Kitts and Nevis by having more than 70% of the population immunized against the deadly virus. And of course, when the federation reaches herd immunity... I am sure you'll see where some things are lifted, some protocols are lifted. You can see where there'll be either no quarantine or reduction in quarantine. This is what I am saying. This is not what the prime minister has said. But of course, with um, reaching herd immunity, this is what one would expect, right? He said, I am certain that we will be successful in running this last leg of the race against COVID-19 and see our nation return to some sense of normalcy in the near future. Let me read that again because it is very important. He said, I am certain that we will be successful in running this last leg of the race against COVID-19 and see our nation return to some sense of normalcy in the near future. And the return of more economic activity. We have been successful thus far to strike a delicate balance between saving lives and preserving livelihoods. We are now pivoting to getting everyone back to work. But this must be done in a careful and a safe manner, the prime minister stated. I agree with the prime minister, but at the same time, I also agree that the health officials and the government, we should have this massive campaign and media blitz. If we want to reach herd immunity, the more people are informed. Some people are not just, are not just going to get up and take the information. They want you to tell them. They want to hear from the officials that this is how it is, this is good for you, why? what do we expect after we receive the vaccination? so it is important that we get all the information out there to the people. We will take a break and uh, we will be right back. We'll hear from Carlinson's bakery and uh, affluent homes on Nevis I'm very hungry. Whoa, was that your stomach? You need to get on down to Carl Sons' unique bakery, your number one spot for sandwiches, pastries, cakes, and more for breakfast and lunch. Are you in a rush? Call in your order at 543 1059 for town and 544 2462 for cold bay. Follow their Facebook page to see their daily lunch specials. Carl Sons, the right choice since 1982. It's been a while that you're thinking or dreaming of your new home. Let Affluent Homes turn that dream into reality. Leave it to us to deliver. A team of architects and designers have created award-winning designs. We will work with you to develop the distinctive look you envision. For real estate development, property sales and management, you must think of Affluent Homes Limited. Check out our website at www.affluenthomesnevis.com or email us merchant at merchantlc.com or call us today at one eight six nine six six five two one two one. 665 2121 Affluent Homes Limited
0: Moving Huntley will inspire Moving Handley will empower A voice for our
1: All right, we are back with more news. And before I give you the story out of St. Martin, let me just remind you, if you have not as yet, to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. While you're here, you're on the Anchor Podcast, uh, just look for the subscription. Just uh, download the app and subscribe where you'll be able to get notifications. The The subscription is free. So when you subscribe, you get notifications, you get your news before anyone else. Uh, you're the first to receive breaking news. So it is very important uh, to subscribe to the app instead of us sending you the link unless you prefer that. Um, yeah, and also on here, you'll see that there is a support link if you are uh, encouraged by what you're hearing on the podcast and if you'd like to this podcast to keep going I ask uh, and thank you for your support the support link is there you can make any contribution that you want to keep us going on this podcast now let us see what's happening in St Martin uh I promise you it's not about the politician and him being on the investigation or being prosecuted but um it is about the cases The COVID cases on St. Martin, they have dropped the active cases. The number of active COVID-19 cases on St. Martin plummeted to just 58 on Sunday after 24 persons recovered from the virus on Valentine's Day yesterday. So as of February 14th, uh, four persons tested positive and 24 recovered, bringing that total to bringing that total active cases to 58. The total number of confirmed cases is now 1,998. The um, Collective Prevention Services, CPS, is monitoring 57 persons in home isolation. One patient is hospitalized at the St. Martin Medical Center and the total number of deaths due to COVID-19 remains at 27. Now, the number of people recovered since the first case surfaced in St. Martin has increased to 1,913. And based on the contact tracing investigations carried out by CPS, 117 persons are in quarantine. Uh, There were six positive cases and one recovered on February 12th and three positive cases and 19 recoveries on February 13th. Now, they issued a statement that the Ministry of Public Health, Social Development and Labour VSA Airport Health Team, in collaboration with the Health Care Lab on St. Martin, have tested 2,447 travellers arriving at the Princess Juliana International Airport, while CPS tested 16,065 people throughout the community. As the numbers continue to fluctuate, CPS will continue to actively execute its contact tracing measures. I'm happy to hear that because I was just about to ask. The numbers have plummeted, yes. Uh, but I was about to ask, so how is the the testing going? Are they continuously testing in the communities? Well, this uh, notice, this uh, article is stating that they are testing uh, contact tracing measures. So in its continuous efforts to control further spread of the virus, um, Minister Richard Panaflick encourages everyone to remain cautious at all times. And of course, the usual protocols, what they normally say, health officials normally say, to wear your mask, maintain a social distance of two meters, practice good hand hygiene and remain mindful of large gatherings. That's it for our news tonight. Uh, coming up shortly, we will have Ashida Charles of Grenada. She will be speaking with us regarding uh, the situation on Grenada, what's happening on Grenada, um, how displeased she is with the government of Grenada. We will be right back here at the Blue Table with Mervyn Henley.
0: Mervyn Henley will inspire, Mervyn Henley will empower, a voice powerful beyond measure. He will keep us strong under pressure, touching the hearts and souls of families. You will hear his voice to your tragedy, television online and overseas
1: and we're back at the blue table and tonight of course as i mentioned to you earlier i am speaking to ashida charles of grenada and she has been i've been following her on social media and she has been a real champion for the people and we will hear what ashida has to say today good night to you ashida how are you
0: Good night.
1: I am doing very well. How are you? I am. I am doing good. Uh, just a bit concerned about you because I feel that one day Prime Minister Mitchell will deport you from Grenada, from your own country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> First, let me welcome you to the blue table, and of course, all Grenadians who are listening at this time. As I mentioned to you, I have been following you on social media. And you have just been a force to be reckoned with. You are a champion for the people. You have been, um, as I like to say, a voice for the voiceless. And I can pretty much tell when, uh, Ashida, someone is um, genuine in their efforts. And I believe and know that you are passionately genuine about this cause, this mission that you're on. Uh, For you, um, from what I am seeing, it's about saving Grenada. It's about rescuing the people from a government that you think is not worthy for office. Uh, We will get to the bottom of this. And I would like to know, though, why do you feel the way you feel? But I admire your strength, your tenacity, um, the true sense of a strength of a woman. Now, what made you take up this fight against Prime Minister Keith Mitchell and his government?
2: Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. I have been admiring your work, particularly uh, when it comes to communication and everything you do, and so it's a pleasure to to join you for this uh, this podcast. Thank you. To answer your question, um, what made me take up the fight? I have always been outspoken um, throughout my my teenage years and even more so um, into my adult life. I, I like to speak up for people. Um, i 've always said to 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 persons who, who ask, I have never been bullied in school, never once, and that is because i 'm sure my strength comes in comes out of my personality mm-hmm. and you know people people tend to bully those who are submissive and you know they target people who they think are weak, yes, and I have never been such so so that 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 boldness that people are now seeing um has always been there now um when I when I did my first the first video, it was because I was so angry and extremely bitter mm-hmm. when I saw the incident um, which occurred. When I saw the news which featured the incident which occurred at Fort Judy, that's one of the prominent um, neighborhoods in our country.
1: What incident was in, that?
2: Well, it involved a Grenadian uh, contractor um, and two uh, foreign foreigners who mm-hmm. are now Grenadians, right? Mm-hmm. Um, white, 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 um, white folks. And mm-hmm. so I thought there was outrage, immediate outrage from Grenadians. And I was about to pen my outrage on Facebook. But as you know, sometimes your tone, your tone can be lost in the message based on who reads it. And I thought, you know, I should do a video so they can see my expressions and hear the passion. And um, I had to speak out because a lot of voices were lacking when that incident unfolded. The voices from the conference of churches never emerged. The voices from the government never emerged. And so what that did for me was fuel my rage. Because there you have a Grenadian and he had the bruises to show. Mm -hmm. he was assaulted because of because he allegedly uh would have like uh knocked over a dog the family dog Mm -hmm. right and so they they retaliated in such a way you know that he was um eventually assaulted and so on and you know the police clearly did not handle the matter properly and like i said in the video it could just be it could have been a situation whereby the police themselves immediately became intimidated based on who they were dealing with. Yes. You know, I think I see that a lot with our black people when, 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 when we have to deal with, 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 with white people, you know, and that's, no, that's not to throw any sort of shade at right. a particular race, mm-hmm. but all our black people, we, in, we, just, we just automatically become intimidated in the, on the spot. You know, so I thought I should have, I should speak out, I should lend my voice to, um, to demand that justice is done in that particular case. So that started the whole journey. And um, the part of the question you said, okay, what made me um, start speaking out against yes. Dr. Mitchell and his government? Well, the truth is that I have scanned the media landscape and that social media, um, you know, radio and television and so And I was searching for a voice for the people mm-hmm. and I could not find one because, and that is because the majority of uh, media outfits in our country are through government. Hmm. Bear in mind that we have a government that holds 14 uh, spaces in Parliament, right? The last election, they won all 15 seats. But um, one of the, the, the candidates, Mr. Tobias Clement, he decided, well, he prefers to be on opposition, yes. right? He prefers to be the opposition. So, But even that, that, that being considered, we are still operating in a democracy. Mm -hmm. Right, And in a democracy, you need opposition because if you have a government, as we do, that controls everything and dictates everything, then what happens to the, the people who are stifled out? And so I decided, you know, when there is an issue of national importance, when there is a concern for voices, I will step up to the plate and be that voice. We have it, may I add, we have it in Ken Jones. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he holds a, a, a current affairs program and, you know, it's on radio and it's social, social media. It's quite popular. Mm-hmm. But if we were to remove him, then we have no voice whatsoever. No, You have, the voiceless, you have you no see? voice,
1: but where is the opposition, though? Um, there, there must be an, up. Op- and when I say opposition, I am speaking about the main opposition party.
2: You should see my expression. You should see that my face went down, my shoulders went back, you know, when you asked that question. And that is because we have an opposition that is very, very passive on issues. And I have been searching for reasons why that may be so. You know, and if if I'm honest with you, I do not have an answer. I do not have an answer as to where is the opposition in all of this. But I have mm-hmm. questioned the, I have questioned their lack of um, presence. Have you reached
1: out you to them? Have you reached out to them personally to, to hear your concerns about their lack of presence?
2: I have not reached out to them, but they have reached out to me. And I shared with them what my concerns were and um, they, they did indicate that they are working behind the scenes and uh, my response to that is if you're working behind the scenes then we are, the sa- we are at the same position we've been in
0: before the conversation that is what I, that is what I right. cannot
1: understand when when a politician says or when people say that they are working behind the scenes what is that what is that supposed to mean really what is that as working behind as the as scenes supposed to mean and especially if you're the main opposition you 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 would think that you'll be that voice that visible voice that everyone will hear and and, and, and see you what is that supposed I to agree mean? With is it because, so now I can understand, perhaps I can understand why the Keith, uh, Keith, Dr. Keith Mitchell, why he would win 15 seats. Now, back to, speaking of these 15 seats, because this is a man in a party who won all 15 seats in 2013. And maybe now I'm getting a clear, clearer understanding. They came back and won all 15, I believe, in 2018. Now, this sounds to me like, uh, Ashida, a leader and a party who has who have this strong backing of the people. If they're so bad, how, I mean, maybe the opposition saying, hey, they, they have settled. I don't know.
2: You know what I think it is? I think, okay, let's, let's say, for example, right now, the, the, the current political climate right now is that lots of people, including supporters of the NMP, they are positioned for change. They want it, but it boils back to where is the change? You see, if I want something really badly, I would go, I would work for it. I would do the best I can, generate, push all efforts into ensuring that it it is achieved. Right? And I have it. Now, here is what we have. People want change. People will make the effort for change. But where will the change come from? Where is it? It is lacking. You see, so if right now people, people want to vote, okay, you're registered to vote. Let's say, for example, I decide I'm going to, you know, encourage people to vote, and I will not encourage them to vote for the NNP. So the question they would ask me, the all this question is, well, who are we voting for, Ashida? Hmm. Who are we voting for? You have to give people that alternative so they have it. Or else, it will, ha- it will go back to exactly, as you said, people will see uh, Dr. Mitchell and, and his administration as the only option. And that's the option they're going to choose.
1: Now, in one of your live programs, you mentioned that the government has not offered a stimulus package. But I did some research, and on the 17th of April, 2020, um, in an article by the Now Grenada, is is that one that is owned by the government too? I don't know, but anyway, in that article, okay, in in that um, in that article, it states it stated that um, where there was a a stimulus package which was announced by Prime Minister Keith Mitchell, and I will just read a few lines on that for you. It said the Prime Minister provided some additional details about the stimulus package, including an unemployment benefits package of about ten million dollars. To be rolled out by the national insurance scheme, reductions in the interest rate for the small hoteliers for the small hoteliers facility operated by the Grenada Development Bank from three point five percent to two percent, and the soft loan facility accessed through the Small Business Fund from six percent to three percent. Now, what's your response to this? Uh, is there a stimulus package, or was there one, or is it that this never came to fruition?
2: Okay, so there was something like a stimulus package. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, as, as the article said, it was sort of a, um, operated and executed by the National Insurance Scheme, or mm-hmm. NIS.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I can speak to uh, the facts I have before me. Okay. So I, I, because of COVID, as a result of COVID, many people, as you're aware, um lost their jobs right Mm -hmm. i did not lose my job per se but i did not work for three months oh wow and so yeah and and so when the when the prime minister announced that a stimulus package would be uh, would come into effect and so on you know we were all excited when I contacted the NIS, I actually collected. They gave me two hundred and I think seventy six dollars. What they were given was three hundred and thirty EC dollars.
1: And this two hundred and seventy six, this is a monthly or one time payment.
2: Well, I got it one time because they did not give for the two months prior to me not working. Uh, they, okay, so I didn't work for three months, but they did not give me anything for the for two months. They right. gave me some monies for three weeks mm-hmm. of the month because I started I went back to work in the fourth week right mm-hmm. so I got two seventy-six seven to six and not three thirty Now that was a, a, a one-time thing for me there are others who would have received maybe for three months or four months or five months now this ten million dollars in question I'm sure would have dried up the, the stimulus I asked for in the video that you mentioned is a stimulus package to sustain livelihoods for those who lost jobs.
1: And by the way, I think, um, just so you know, I think St. Kitts and Nevis stimulus was just over $120 million. But you can go ahead.
2: All right, then. All right, then. So the stimulus in question, the stimulus I am asking, and I have asked the government to give, is, is to assist, assist Grenadians who are jobless. They are unable to put food on their tables unable to meet the financial commitments you you, you get what, what i'm saying yes and and so and so that stimulus never happened as a matter of fact the prime minister stood up in parliament and he said well if there is another um you know outbreak of covid or not another lockdown he said to the people you will not be given a stimulus he said there will be no stimulus to give
1: wow, wow, One he second, does. wow um, We have to take a quick break And then we'll be right oh, back sure. with more from Ashida Charles of
0: Grenada Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy. Television online and overseas Tune into Mervyn Hanley
1: and we're back with Ashida Charles of Grenada, a champion for the people, a voice for the voiceless. Um, before the commercial break, you were saying that Dr. Mitchell stated that if there was another COVID outbreak, there will be no stimulus.
2: Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. He said there will be no stimulus. There, there will be no stimulus to give. We will not get a, a, a stimulus package. He said his words, not mine.
1: His. Do you think that the Grenada government is broke or do you think that there is money some money somewhere as it relates to I don't know what you call it there we call it um, in some Caribbean countries the citizenship by investment program so what is going on why would why would he make such a statement is it that funds are drying up or it's just Dr. Keith Mitchell being Dr. Keith Mitchell okay well
2: with the with the halt. With the halt of you know economic activity yes. as we as we know it before you know um, revenues are not flowing as as is expected or as they should had they there not been COVID right so so economically speaking you know things are things are bleak
1: and understandably so
2: right but what we have um, we have the, the 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 transformational fund which which is similar to the citizen by investment program. You know, um, so we sell passports to diplomats and so on or whatever now um, the figure thus far um, from that fund is like I think four, uh, 400 million US dollars is what we should have mm-hmm. um, from my understanding some of that was used I'm not sure if you're aware of that as well but um, we have uh, WRB who was uh, who managed Green which is our, our loan uh, electric company on yes. the island mm-hmm. right and so recently our government um repurchased the majority of shares there and as much as we tried as a nation to 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 understand the transparency of that particular undertaking taking um nothing is is really clear in terms of where they got the money mm-hmm. to 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 repurchase the shares so that aside because the government did that they must have some money somewhere right yes they must have some money somewhere because you had the money that you were able to access to use some repurchase the shares no you're going to say to the nation we have no money to pay stimulus and i am very uncomfortable with that so i think there is money There is money. Remember, we have an election um, should be announced, uh, let's say, in a year or two years. And so, um, you know, some are of the view that the monies that are there are unresolved, Mm -hmm. right, Uh, to finance the election campaign. That's what some people are saying. I am of the view that there is money. But what we have, in my opinion, is a very stubborn, very, very stubborn lead and a very stubborn government and so they do as they please when they want as they want with what and who they want and that's it
1: I must ask you this question as I listen to you do you have any aspirations of running for office in Grenada
2: the truth is no at this time I do not see myself I have not pictured myself as a as uh, the type of individual who wants to take a public office in the capacity as a politician or in the capacity as a minister of government or even the opposition. And my reservations um, are based on the climate and based on the history of politicians in our country. I cannot... Put my finger on a politician that I would like to emulate, you know, and and, and Mm -hmm. a politician, you know, in recent times in my adulthood that I could look up to and say, okay, you know, you did what you're supposed to do because from where I'm sitting, that's what I want politicians Mm -hmm. to do. You know, if you promised this, that and the third while you were campaigning, when you get into office, I am expecting you. I am expecting you to honor the promises and to honor the expectations of the people. Mm -hmm. And so I I do not see that, you know, I do not see that. And so people may say, well, it just can be your opportunity to change things around. You know, it might be your, your opportunity to make the change as that may be. As for now, I am very reserved. Um, in terms of political aspirations
1: but you have such a movement though i i i I imagine i can see that people are receptive to your message what if all these people they become a movement and and try to um, persuade you to to hey you need to represent us
2: yes but the right right constructs have to be have to be in place the right political constructs must be in place. Because if, if if I was to do that, if I was to, you know, um if I was to follow through on that and and, and take up such responsibility and make the many sacrifices that um, that I would have to make in that regard, then the right political constructs must be on the table. And as it stands now, the right political constructs are missing.
0: Hmm.
1: Ashida Charles it has been such a pleasure speaking to you tonight and I am sure that the people of Grenada um, they are proud of your work and of your efforts now what if uh, Dr. Keith Mitchell reaches out to you and say hey let, let, let us work together and uh, let us join our team <laughs> uh, uh,
2: okay if, if Dr. Mitchell reaches out to me um with such a uh with such a a request i will decline forthwith why because that's because of what he stands for as an individual and as a prime minister as a leader his party what they stand for victimization and so on i will never support him i will never i do i'm not willing on in on i am not willing at all to be a member of the NNP. I cannot see how I, in good conscience, can accept such an offer. No. If he wants to dialogue, though, if he wants to dialogue about the national issues of importance, you know, the things that are significant to us and to to help our country progress and prosper, then of course I'm willing. But as a member of the NNP, no. Mm -mm. As I say, no, sir. Mm
1: -hmm. now i i understand just to back up a bit before we um wrap up this um discussion i understand that you 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 say that you do not you do not wish to enter politics at this time or be a a, 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 um, be a candidate and because of the the political construct has to be right but what about those out there who you may who who may have you as a role model and they listen to you and they, they're listening to you and basically you're saying, nah, I am not ready for this thing. But they may be, but they're looking to you for guidance. They're looking to you for that inspiration, to, to, to for that motivation to press forward and fight for their country and to take up the mantle. But here you are, you are saying to them, yes, I'm going to talk, but I'm simply not ready to do this.
2: Well, what I'll say to them is that Call Poli- being a politician or serving in the capacity as a politician. is not the only part or the only way we can make change happen. Right. No. Uh, like I said, my voice has now been added to or to two, vote, two has has only been added to one voice, and that is Kem Jones. So now I have myself and Kem Jones as the only two uh, uh, Grenadians who. You know, speak out on issues in our country, right? Mm -hmm. And so that to me um, created a catalyst right there for change. And so to those who are looking for inspiration and motivation, we want more of that. Every, each and every one of us, we have our callings, right? Yes. So far, I do not think being a politician is my calling, right? And that is just my belief. You never know. Sometimes five years from now, seven years, I may have a different position. Yes. And things may change. And so to those who are looking to me for inspiration and motivation, the the inspiration i want them to be inspired and motivated to make change happen so you can't sit by and keep saying well if not dr keith mitchell then who would lead we have to champion our path for change we have to make our voices be heard and we have to act also and in acting i mean Register to vote if you do not vote you do not have a voice and it means you you are you are not part of that group that is very accepting of things in our country as they are. So we have to design our history we have to make it happen and there are different ways to do that there are different spectrums different platforms we don't have to all be politicians so ch- so we can see and realize change we can we can serve in other capac- capacities as well. So that would be
1: my response, and the perfect response. A matter of fact, I know that political parties, especially in the opposition in many islands, they are listening to your message. They are listening to you right now, and they're saying, "You know what? She is so right." And I can, I can <laughs> imagine one particular party right now as you speak on that. Ashida Charles, thank you so much. Continue to be an inspiration. Continue to be the voice, that powerful voice. You're such, I mean, the strength of a woman defines who you are. And I want to thank you and to encourage you to keep the fight and to keep the movement strong and going.
0: Thank you
2: so much. And your words of encouragement um, are very, very humbling. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Ashida Charles of Grenada. And that's our episode for tonight. Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate uh, your company. Um, if you'd like to support us, remember the support link where you can contribute small or large to keep the podcast going. And remember before you leave to support, to, uh, to subscribe, 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 subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss one of our great episodes. And also remember, if you'd like to receive news and information from us on the spot and breaking news, you may do so by just hitting us a message on WhatsApp and ask us to add you to the WhatsApp broadcast. That's on one 667 7443 That's one 667 7443 Do join us again tomorrow evening for a similar presentation. I am Mervyn Hanley, and I am saying goodnight to you.
0: Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice for In the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice to your tragedies Television online and overseas Tune into morbid honey